Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur podcast, the financial services edition. This is Seth Green here with Mike Brown of Red Fox Capital. Michael oversees the executive, he is the co-founder and managing member of Red Fox Capital, an income producing fund allowing accredited high net worth investors to place capital with other like-minded investors, diversify the risk, grow income, and own larger, more lucrative possibility properties than would be possible on their own. He's also a partner of Red Fox Commercial Real Estate, and we'll talk about all the other amazing things he's up to. Michael, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Glad to be here. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Well, you know, I've uh, I think most of most of your uh, your speakers have had the entrepreneurial journey. You know, it's a windy road. Started off in commercial real estate with an apprenticeship uh, about twenty years ago in a small boutique firm where we did commercial real estate leasing, consulting, and development. We started then to morph into our own funds where we take investors in to commercial real estate funds for investors. And uh, then we hit a wall with our clients, friends, family for raising capital. So we naturally went out and started to speak with wealth managers, financial advisors, et cetera, uh, to introduce our, our funds and investments to their clients. And so even though they're accepting to our investments, they push back on uh, allowing their investors to come over. And it didn't take long for us to figure out there was an inherent conflict of interest where if they sent us over their clients to us, they would lose fees. And so uh, we decided to eliminate that conflict, created Red Fox Wealth, which is a boutique wealth management company, where we now are disrupting the financial service industry by incorporating the Wall Street investment side into private commercial real estate. And doing that, we're able to reduce the risk and raise the returns for our investors. Okay, so I'm sure the longer version of that is in a book. And if it isn't, it should be. It is. So <laughs> it is awesome. All right, we're going to talk about the book in a minute, but let's go back and unpack some of that. So yeah. historically, RIAs, investment firms, we can't advise our clients on what to do with real estate or real estate investments because our compliance department won't let us or it can't be captured, supervised, regulated. And we certainly can't make any money most of the time doing it. So you're right. We wouldn't refer, if we were told them to, we wouldn't get money on that asset because it wouldn't be no longer under our management. So talk a little bit about how you're disrupting by offering it in such a way that it can work. Well, 
it can't work because the traditional financial advisor, you know, says, Mr. Jones, you are completely diversified. You have a diversified portfolio. That's great. You are diversified, but you're only diversified in Wall Street products. So we don't believe in that. We believe in a true asset allocation model. So bringing in a commercial real estate aspect to your overall portfolio reduces that risk and truly allocates our investors across the board. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. And you're getting them asset to asset classes that historically, other than let's say buying a REIT, they couldn't really get. So talk a little bit about how your fund is different than what we traditionally view as Wall Street real estate investor. Sure, sure. There's a big difference. You're correct. If I'm a financial advisor and you wanted me to be in real estate, I'd offer you a REIT, uh, which correlates to Wall Street. So it's it's really not a non-correlated investment class, which we're trying to create non-correlated investor classes. So our funds typically work in different asset classes, such as industrial, retail, and land speculation for some of our ground up development. And we've kind of, you know, the bear market for office has been there for a while, so we don't touch that. And we also don't touch multifamily. There are a lot of players out there. Uh, we specialize in some of the other asset classes. So what we do is for, you know, a lot of our investors want mailbox money. They want a dividend check, an income producing safe asset back collateral. So a lot of our funds uh, may be a collection of uh, small retail shopping centers. They could be industrial, flex industrial warehouses or manufacturing plants. They could be a triple net retail lease buildings. We bring them together to reduce risk by building a portfolio, stress tested. So it's a very safe investment. Typically we provide about a 9% referred return. So you're gonna have that 9% coming in on a quarterly basis. And then when we dispose of the fund, which is typically five to seven years, uh, there's a large windfall. So overall performance on our funds can range anywhere from 15% up to the high teens, 18, 19 internal rate of return. And how does that structure? Do you have to be an accredited investor to participate? Do you have to have all of your assets at Red Fox? How does that work? You do have to be an accredited investor for the way we are set up. And you do not have to be a client of Red Fox Wealth to participate. And then in terms of if I was to build a real estate portfolio myself, I'd be taking the depreciation and the deductions and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. How does investing in your fund work? Does that flow through to me? How does that happen? It flows through to you. So you get to take advantage of all of those things you just mentioned, Seth. Okay. And then what inspired you to write the book? Well, you know, I think it's such an unusual story and journey that I went to. Uh, I was actually at Merrill Lynch and- That was my uh, first internship in the business many uh, decades ago. Okay, then you're going to know exactly what I'm going to say. You know, the thought of real estate or the selling away principle at Merrill Lynch, especially with Bank of America, you know, they're all about gathering assets. You know, they want to sell you a mortgage. They want to sell you a credit card. They they want to keep you in, in a profit center. Sometimes they want to sell you a credit card you didn't even apply for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I said, I got to get out of here. So that really inspired me to write the book. So spent a couple of years writing it. It was painful, as most authors know, you know. And I uh, got it out in September of this year and had great, uh, great reception from it. Congratulations. What is the title and where can our folks go to get it? And what are they going to learn from it other than your interesting, fascinating story? Right. The title is The Real Perspective, Secret Investments Your Financial Advisor Won't Tell You About. It's a great title. Thank you. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. If your listeners would like a digital copy, I'll, I'll give it to them for free. They can just go to my website, redfoxwealth.com. They can look, uh, scroll in and download a free digital copy. 
redfoxwealth.com. That is, thank you so much for offering sure. them a free digital copy. That is a great gift. Now, uh, your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? Well, you know, it's uh, every day is different. Every real estate deal is different. That's why we really like the commercial space. It's just, it's, it's always, it's a puzzle. Uh, there's always things to tinker with, increase value for investors. And I really enjoy exposing the Wall Street warehouses and how they're treating their clients. That is something I enjoy every day. Now, you mentioned several sectors, uh, several different sectors of commercial real estate. We're recording this during the height of the COVID pandemic. How has COVID affected those properties, those tenants? How is your cash flow still flowing? How's all that been affected? And how have you pivoted at all if you've had to? Well, it's interesting. We uh, first quarter of this year, we were looking to put together a dollar general store portfolio. They're great little cash cows. And as our basic concept was, they were recession proof. They would be able to weather what we didn't know even was coming. So come March, we had a couple properties in our contract uh, when COVID really starting to take effect. And the lenders backed off because they, they didn't really understand, fair enough, how to put a valuation on something. So we retreated, waited out the heat of COVID while we watched the Dollar General stores perform exceptionally. Their stock trade is it's, it's wonderful. So we are now regrouping. Uh, we're bringing investors in and we're going to deploy hopefully uh, first of the year to go ahead and move forward with that. So in that regards, COVID has been nothing but good for, for that sector. Other than uh, some, of the, some of the small shop retail, there's, which has always got a lot of turnover, uh, the restaurant side obviously has been, been bad. If you have a lot of restaurant tenants, you got to work with them to help them. Uh, industrial, still strong. E-commerce. Uh, manufacturing still very good, high value properties and office still sucks. It hasn't changed. <laughs> it's funny. My 13 year old son asked, you know, we were capable of working remote before yeah. uh, two thirds of our staff is in other places. One third's at our local office building here. And he asked me a few months ago and said, you know, if you can work, if all these people are working remotely, are the business owners going to want to keep paying rent? Are they going to want, if the people don't want to necessarily have to go back, what happens to all those commercial office buildings? And I said, that's really smart that you picked up on that at 13. So let's go back to the Dollar General question, because that's really interesting. So are you buying the physical property and then Dollar General, and you're the landlord and Dollar General is leasing from you? Or are you, is Dollar General a franchise and you're buying a whole bunch of locations? How does that work? It's corporate owned. So what you said first is correct. So we buy the real estate. Dollar General has no interest in owning the real estate. So what you do is the investors, we buy the property. Typically a freestanding store is about 9,000 square feet. Uh, Dollar General then signs and guarantees the lease with us. Typically a 10-year term, which is very good. Usually you don't even see that until medical use. Yeah. And you know we put together typically five to 10 stores per small fund. So that way, if God forbid one or two stores uh, didn't perform, it would just be a blip on the radar screen. And then are you diversifying the locations in terms of are they all in one city or are they spread out geographically? We typically uh, work in the mid-Atlantic to the southeast. We've gone far north as Pennsylvania on the east coast. All right. And full disclosure, I did not know that we were going to be discussing Dollar General ahead of time. We are not making any investment recommendations on this show. And I do own Dollar General stock, which I bought. (laughs) with wonderful timing that I didn't know was coming. Uh, you picked a winner. Yes, one of quite a few. All right, so how, what, 
you talked about the book's reception. Talk a little bit about the growth of Red Fox and Red Fox Wealth because your industry disrupting model has been received really well. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of explosive growth. I think, you know, when you see times the stock market's done well, you know, it's it's, it's a hard sell to, to bring money under management uh, from some of the larger firms. Uh, we've taken a different approach with that. We've partnered with some of the best hedge fund traders across the country. And we specifically take trading techniques from each individual trader that we like, discard anything we don't like. And we kind of do the same way as the real estate fund. We kind of take all the different strategies, group them together, and then work through uh, the fund with those different strategies. So our main theory is don't lose money when the market goes down. It takes so much longer time to claw back to par and take the profits when you can on the peaks. And we've had uh, exceptional returns, somewhere over 80% on some of the funds to even up to 100% this year. We're expecting, I think, a little bit of the same this coming year, some volatility and, and some choppiness, and we'll be able to take advantage of it. So we're seeing you know, investors, not only high net worth, but you know, just an investor with, with fifty dollars to $100,000 leaping at the chance to get into these funds. And the cool part, Seth, is typically for that type of a trading fund, you have to be accredited. Right. For this particular fund that we do at Red Fox Wealth, you do not have to be accredited. You have complete liquidity, so you can get your money out at any time. There's no lockups and there's no uh, participation from us, the sponsor of the hedge fund at the end. So you're able to um, put your money in as low as $50,000 and reap the rewards of, of the fund. Awesome. Now, how have you gotten the word out? How are you marketing the difference between you and, you know, the rest of the industry? Yeah. Well, really, the book's helped a lot. We've uh, we've picked up a lot of clients across the country uh, just speaking to the book. You know, a lot of our clients have a high interest in commercial real estate investing first and foremost. Um, so we like to take take a look at their portfolio. We do an analysis to look at their allocations and you know, suggest moving some things around. And uh, that's really how we've, we've spread the word and it's worked. That is uh, fantastic. Now let's talk about, because you've achieved so much success, how are you scaling? What's your biggest challenge now? Well, scaling is always a labor issue. You know, we've grown with employees, mentorships, apprentices, junior, junior guys, and it's always a challenge. So uh, right now, trying to scale, we've got a couple areas where we are trying to scale to. It's going to be a matter of finding a few key people, key support staff, and try to stay within our constraints and not grow too much. You know, our clients need a lot of service and we like to provide that. So that's, that's a difficult question. Every entrepreneur faces it. The good part is now with our new Zoom world, we're able to, you know, outsource some things and uh, hopefully we'll be able to continue the growth pattern without any kind of pains. Awesome. Now, because you have a fund and you are not just a traditional investment advisor, are your clients geographically where you are or are they also scattered around the country? Yeah. Seth, they started geographically centered uh, where we did our real estate assets within a three hour car drive. Um, so investors could see what they were buying, unlike just putting money uh, blindly into a REIT stock. And since then, we've now gone across the country. So uh, we are able to take international money. We've not to date, but we do have clients on the West Coast, center of the country, and the East Coast. Awesome. Um, what else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? 
You know, I think for your listeners, you know, don't take the status quo with your finances. You know, come on and come on these podcasts, listen to new perspectives and, you know, don't take the old same old buy and hold strategy or uh, you've got to buy a REIT stock or I can't, I can't get into a private commercial real estate deal because it's too complex and expensive. All those things are, are complete myths. And uh, we'd be happy to talk to anybody and, and give them any kind of advice they may need. No obligation whatsoever. All right. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know yeah. it's valuable. Thanks for doing such a focused interview. This has been Seth Green with Mike Brown from redfoxwealth.com. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. It was great. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. Check out redfoxwealth.com, and we'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.